This podcast entails personal opinions, life stories, and drama. Hosted in a trailer city of Texas, where it doesn't get any realer than this. It don't get no realer than this, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to It's On My Mind. I am your host, model, and content creator, Trinkel. And today I have with me my very, very precious friend, Elise. I'm going to let her introduce herself, and then we're going to chop it up. Hey, guys. I'm Elise. I'm a podcast host, entrepreneur, foodie, activist. I do a lot of different stuff. If you want to listen to my podcast just go to always bothered it's on all platforms that's a lot of what i do i like to talk about feminism i like to talk about woman empowerment and yeah that's a little bit about me and i also am from houston same as tk h-town baby <laughs> okay so today we're gonna talk we're just gonna have like girl talk like we're gonna, i want to definitely talk about friend red flags zodiac signs uh you know just a lot of things that are no-nos when it comes to friendship, trauma, uh, trusting yourself, trusting your gut as a woman, um, and things like that. So first up, I definitely want to talk about um, zodiac signs mm. because I feel like I need to address this with somebody. Mm. A lot of people, like you know, when you meet somebody, my very first question is, "When's your birthday?" That yeah. is my very first question, and I don't know if it's a toxic thing or not because huh. a lot of dudes they they're always like. Oh, you one of them. Like, you, yeah. you one of them people that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that's just men finding any excuse to have a problem with women. Because for some background, I've done astrology for like eight years. So I've learned that like there's so much more to your sun sign. So asking when's your birthday, when were you born, what time were you born, like it feels invasive. But when I see a birth chart, I can literally see someone's whole entire life. And, okay, so what is it, like what is the zodiac sign that you personally think is the most toxic for you like you there's just an, a no like there's no way you would ever like deal with this zodiac sign in a friendship or even like as a as a relationship so i don't have any hard limits like that because like I, I like i said i look at someone's whole birth chart mm-hmm. but generally there are a few signs i'm cautious of there are signs that I have the least amount of friends of, and for me, that's Scorpios. Bro! Scorpios, I feel like Scorpios nah. should just be erased off the planet. <laughs> Scorpios are about to leave a one-star review Bro, I feel like I feel like Scorpios should be erased off the planet because... Easy. It makes no sense. That is literally everyone's response. If it's not a Scorpio, it's definitely going to be a Capricorn yeah. or a Sagittarius. But I think Sagittarius. I love Sagittarius. Yeah, they don't get that much like. Don't hate. fuck with them. Yeah, they don't yeah. get that much hate. But I definitely would say Scorpios. Um, I think. Have you ever had like a really traumatizing, like, thing that happened with any other zodiac sign that wasn't a Scorpio? It just had to been a Scorpio. Yeah, no, I'm literally, literally the worst friends, the worst people, the worst friends with benefits, the worst relationships I have all had are with the same fucking sign, and it's all a Scorpio sun. So you said the very first thing you said was the worst you've had was a friend. What is like you know like some of your top three friend red flags? Like what traumatizes you the most when it comes to people? I 
So I have a really big red flag for like uh, women specifically because like I try, <laughs> I try, but it, it's honestly the same fun, same red flag for men too. But I try to surround myself with a lot more women than men. Like I actively try to do that. Mm-hmm. So most of my friends end up being women, and I specifically look out for women who are what I call boy crazy, mm-hmm. because like listen, if you wanna if you wanna sleep around, if you wanna like have sex with a bunch of different people, there's nothing wrong with that, and I am not shaming you. My problem is when you prioritize that over your friendships with women. It's when you're willing to leave a club to go be with a dude when you were supposed to be with your friend for the night. Girl, it's when tell. you're going to be shady mm-hmm. in front of your friends just to get male attention and validation and they never want to hang out with you when they get a boyfriend. Okay. I hate it. Okay, but okay, so okay, so okay. So I wouldn't say that I'm one of those people that are like you know, when I get a boyfriend, I never want to hang out. I wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. But to an extent, I kind of am. But but not like I'm clingy, right? I'm a clingy person. If my friends invite me out, I'm going out. Like, right. You could stay in the house. Yeah. Or you could come too. I don't care. Yeah. But stay in the house, most likely. But... There's nothing wrong with that, though, because I feel okay, like... Okay, so when there's you're... nothing wrong with that. I just no. wanted to make sure, because I'm... No, because like when you're starting a new relationship, like you spend a lot of time with them, right? You're getting yeah. to know them. For me, the difference is when you don't give any time to your friends anymore. You don't text them. You cancel on them constantly. Like, you don't want to go out with them to do anything. Like, you just forget about your friends. Like, there's just people that just drop everything, everything in their life, their career, their friends, their family, all for a man. And I hate that. You know, recently, actually, um, and I actually had talked to my mom about this. Recently, I went out with one of my girlfriends. I went to this pool party. And we knew all the dudes that were going to be there. We are friends mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to have sex with one of the dudes that were there. Mind you, she couldn't have sex because she had just gotten laser hair remover on her vagina. Mm. And then she was on her period. Mm. So when she told me I had to get a ride with somebody else because she wanted to stay with the dude. Right. I was like, what you going to stay with him and do? <laughs> Y'all going to play with each other's feet? Because what is it that, what can you do right. if you just told me in the car before, you know, we got here, you know? And luckily, the guy that she made me get in the car with, mm-hmm. I knew him because mm. I met him, you know, at bombshells. I, I, hadn't, I didn't know him, like, no more than three weeks. Right. Like, you know, but I was like, I knew him enough to where... You're familiar. Yeah, I'm familiar. Like, he not going to try to kidnap me or yeah. nothing like that, you know. And so I was telling my mom, I was like, if I didn't know him, mm. I would have blocked her. Like, yeah. I literally would have blocked her and never spoke to her again. Yep. But, it, but again, I also made excuses for her because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, she's 19. I keep forgetting that she's 19. Right. You know, I'm 21. Why am I hanging around? But I forget. Like, you know, right. some parents, I forget, you know, sometimes that some parents, they raise their kids, like, faster than, you know, most kids are supposed to be because when I was 19, I was a virgin. Right. Like, I wasn't worried about. Yeah. When I was 19, it was my, I think my sophomore year of college Mm -hmm. you know I wasn't worried about that you know but it was like that could have been very different for you if you didn't know that guy like she could have put you in a situation where you literally got kidnapped and killed that but also like 
I don't think I would have, maybe I would have ordered me an Uber before before I had a lot. You know, so that's what I was thinking about. Like, when do you, when do you figure out when there's a time to be mad about a situation and differentiate the what if? Because my mom was like, okay, TK, don't be upset because that's a what if situation. It's Mm. a what if you didn't know him, but there's no reason for you to be upset with her because mm. you knew him. You get what I'm saying? But I think it's more like a principle it's thing. It's a principle like, thing. A moral thing. I like, agree. I'm not cutting you off because, you know, I don't know, because I want to ride in the car with you. Right. I'm cutting you off because what if I actually went somewhere with you and I didn't know that man right. and you made me get in the car? And what if I was drunk at that moment? Right. You get what I'm saying? But it's like, there's a lot of what ifs. I see the value in what she says. It's funny she says that because I actually say that myself a lot. I say don't play the what if game to yeah. a lot of my friends. It's a dangerous, dangerous game. But I think for me personally, I know when to cut someone off, especially as a friend. For anybody in my life, when if you make me question my intuition, if you make me question my character, my morals, my heart... If it starts to feel like I have to play a game to understand why the fuck you did what you just did, you're getting cut off. You're getting cut off. Because the thing is, my friends that are closest to me, they don't do that to me. My friends would never do that to me. Not my close friends. They mm-hmm. would they would never do that to me because that's the standards they have for themselves as a mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And that's our standard as a friend is that we don't do that to each other. So if I just meet you, or even if we've been friends for five years and you start randomly doing that stuff to mm-hmm. me... I'll have one conversation with you. I'll give you one chance to change. And if I don't see it, that next time I'm put in the same situation, you're cut off. How do you stay adamant on that? Like, for me, there's a lot of times where, like, I don't know if it's childhood trauma or what it is, but I will know that I don't want to talk to somebody. I don't want that person in my life anymore. I don't want to have a conversation with them. They do not deserve my presence but I will not cut them off. I will just wait until they cut me off. And then yeah. and then I hurt. But it's like I knew what it was. I knew what it was like right. when my gut felt it. But I do not know how to walk away like mm. and stay gone. That's why I, I, I don't know if it comes from childhood trauma, like some it type of em- abandonment issues or something. But, right. but like I be knowing. Like I be knowing. It's- It could be a lot of different things. Childhood trauma could definitely be one of those things. For me, I'll say that I wasn't always like this. I didn't always just walk away after Mm -hmm. the big red flag. I I had to train myself. Like, it would be like, okay, I gave this person five red flags and I stayed. Okay, I give this person three red flags and I stayed. Now it's literally like, if you give me one big red flag in the first few weeks of knowing you, you are done. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I'll hate you. I'm just saying you will never make it into my life. And like the friend, in in the friendships or? Yeah, in friendships and relationships and literally everything. And I do it. I personally do it out of self-protection because it's like the way I see it is like I could save myself the pain now if I leave or I can maybe deal with like a bunch of headaches and heartaches if I constantly give you excuses for your actions. So I would rather walk away and that works for me because I always I'm blessed enough to meet a bunch of amazing people. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like there's a shortage of good people in my life. So if you're a shitty person, you're not getting in because I'm surrounded by good people. So why Mm -hmm. would I... You know, why would I bring a rotten apple into my bunch, like, willingly? So, do you think, like, um, you have any trauma bonds that, like... And for y'all that don't know what trauma bonds are, 
trauma bonds are like, um, it's when you know you're getting manipulated, but like you can't let go, which is me. You know, you keep finding ways to justify the person's actions to the point where you blame yourself. And I was in a relationship recently um, and I got hit and mm -hmm. it left me with a black eye. And for a lot of people that know me, you know that I'm a dark skinned woman. Um, so you had to hit me fairly hard for me to have a black eye. You know, you had to yeah, dig so your sorry. skin, you know, in my in my body for me to have bled or anything like that. You know, so for me a lot of trauma bonds are just like certain phrases that are happen that, you know, people say like one trauma bond for me is definitely if somebody says, You're too good for me mm. I like freak out. Like I'm like, no. There's yeah. no way. You're too pretty for me. Nope, I'm not doing it. Yep. Mm -mm, I cannot. I cannot. I don't like when men, um, they they get too, like... They put themselves down. They, 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 that and they get too in-depth with what yeah. I'm doing with my life. Like, yeah. You know, like, some men, they want to help you, right. but then some men want to take over. Right. Like, you know, when I, I meet a lot of men who are like very excited about my podcast. They're very excited about me being a content creator. Right. Very excited about me being a model. And they want to know more. But they don't want to know more to benefit me. They want to know more to benefit them. Right. You know, and for me, that's like, I'm really big on that. I'm really big on a man who grabs me. Like, I because, you know, I dealt with that physical abuse that one time, it's like, I used to be like, yeah, jack me up a little bit. You right. know, like, Tell me, sit down, you know, yeah. stuff like that. But now it's like, please don't talk to me like that. Like, yeah. please don't look at me like that. Please don't grab me like that, you know. I think that's great, though, because, like, you kind of touched on a lot of things that I've, like, done, like, some casual sort of research on. And it is true that, you know, you kind of accept the love that you think you deserve. So if you grew up in a household or even seeing other households where they could hit someone and then they come back with flowers and they say, I love you, then you're being taught that they can hit you. Yeah. And that that's okay because they still can show you love and everything's going to be okay. So it's like you have to... This is what I say as I, like, reparent myself now as an adult. Yeah. I, I've had to retrain myself on what is okay and what is not okay. Mm -hmm. And I have to do that according to my own standards. Like, when I think about what are my red flags, what are my uh, non-negotiables, my dear deal breakers, I don't reference anything. I don't listen to any podcast. I don't watch any movie. Yeah. I don't watch any show. Mm -hmm. I sit with a journal, and I'm like, what feels wrong to me? Yeah. And now... I've gotten to a point in my life where if I see that behavior, I speak on it and I cut it off. Because even if I'm going to cut you off, I still want you to know why I'm why cutting I cut you, you off. Why cut you off? You yeah. weird. Let me yeah. let you know why yeah, you weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know what? You played way too much. You were too disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Like, you did blank, blank, and blank. And that's exactly why I'm done. Yeah. And then I leave. And then, like I said, I have the... I guess, like, the resiliency, the ability mm -hmm. to just, like, I cut you off, I cut you Very off. Very self-advocate for you, yourself. Yeah. yeah, you are not coming back in. You are blocked. Yeah. I love blocking people. It feels so good. Me too. I'm no like, cap. get out. Me too. I, I, I think my block list, you remember when that little trend went around, like, uh, is my block list longer than my to-do list? Mm -hmm. So I think Cardi B said something like that. my checklist. Yeah, yeah. my checklist. I ain't gonna lie, they probably about the same, but I definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
No, me too, though. <laughs> I definitely think I definitely think my block list is longer because I didn't block like family, man. Right. Like I did had to block my daddy today. I, I cut my dad off, bro. You want to know how bad I can cut someone <laughs> off? I cut my dad off at the age of twenty-one. He made me so mad. I was like, I told you that was your last chance, yeah, and like, you just messed it up. So he's blocked. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, it's like for me, like I have to. It takes a lot. It it takes a lot, but it takes a little for me to have to block somebody. Only because like a lot of things, a lot of reasons why I block people. Because it's like you did something to me that I would never think to ever do to you. Right. Like, you know, I when I had saw what you posted the other day when you were like, you know, if you post somebody for their birthday mm-hmm. and you know I don't mess with them. Like, for a lot of people, that's considered childish. Right. That's not considered childish to me. No, I agree. My loyalty is so strong. Yeah. I would never. Like, I feel, I would feel guilty. Yep. Posting to it. To be cool with yeah. a girl. Yeah. That, you know, and I got a friend right now. And she ain't even my friend no more. She my acquaintance. <laughs> Downgraded. <laughs> she my, you know, I, I ain't even give you that yeah. liberty yep. to be, you know, cool with Trent yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you, she basically is one of those people who is friends with every one of my ex's girlfriends. Like, she will befriend mm-hmm. them um, so that I don't know why. I, I can't know. That's weird to me. Like... That's my ex. That's really weird. You my friend. Yeah. Why are you being friends with all his exes and then reposting them? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you no, know? That's really so, fucking weird. So I so we meet up. Meet me and our mutual friend with me and my friend, our mutual friend. And he tells me, um, what did he say? He said, Me and her were talking and we're trying to figure out why would you go work at bombshells in, you know, the the other location that I want to work at. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you go work at the bombshells there when his his current girlfriend works there? What? You and my friend was having this conversation. You don't that's see crazy. how weird that is. Yeah, that's fucking you weird. You think I'm fun. gonna let a female stop me from making my money? Yeah. Who cares? You think I'm going to let a man? I've been across the country yeah. for four months. Yeah. I done had men of all different statures, of all <laughs> different <laughs> all different ethnicities. Backgrounds. You, backgrounds. Criminals. <laughs> Drug dealers. Drug scammers. dealers. Scammers. Uh, mafias. Uh, <laughs> and you sitting up here with you. Is you serious? You know what I'm saying? And it's just That's like, so weird. That's just people who, like, they move so weird. And, and like, it's slimy. Bro, and the crazy part is, like, when you explain this to somebody who has a brain, mm-hmm. they will understand you're not tripping. Yeah, no. You're, you're protecting yourself. And here's how I see it is, like, I believe when you show me, I think someone said it. Who said it? I don't know. Maya Angelou. Someone said, like, when someone shows you who who they are, who they really are. believe them. Yeah. Believe them. Yeah. And I'm a very observant person, like, very observant. And I don't play with the people that I love. So if you wrong one of the people that I love, you are, you're dead to me. And that doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean I want the worst for you. It just means I'm not letting you in my life. And I'll give you a really good example is I was in high school and I had this friend and she's one of my best friends now, but her best friend at the time 
went and slept with her boyfriend, basically. Behind. And that better not be her friend no more. Exactly. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that didn't even happen to me. I'm never going to befriend this girl ever, again. Ever. Yeah. And since then, like, no. Like, I'm not befriending you. You showed me that. Is she friends with her still? I don't think so, no. Not at all. But they, like, basically she tries. She's one of those girls who, you know, she fucked up, so she always tries to, like, kind of come back. <laughs> oh, and, no, baby. It's yeah. too late. <laughs> and, and you know what? I hope she did improve. I hope she changed as a person, but I'm not going to be the one to test it out. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I'm not letting you back into my life. I'll let someone else do that. At least it ain't me. It's not me, though. He said, you can stay, but yep. you can't stay here. Yep. <laughs> you ain't got to go, but go you can't stay Go anywhere else. I do not care. I'm so, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know if it's because we're, like, young. If it's, like, like our age group, my trauma is this big. You know what I'm saying? But, I don't know, I feel like too many people go through it, and it makes no sense that 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 leads to my my next point actually because i know we were talking about this earlier oh um, wait i don't even think i answered the question because it was about trauma bonds right yeah like what trauma bonds did you have you didn't even tell us i so i've had like one trauma bond yeah because you crazy you, i know yeah. you ain't got too many i had one <laughs> <laughs> and it was with like my first boyfriend ever and the trauma bond was basically that well, no, I, I I almost had, like, two with two different guys, like, two years apart, too. But it was the same trauma bonding where, like, they had a shitty childhood. They had, like, an emotionally or, or just completely absent father. And so we bonded on having shared trauma. And then they would replicate those behaviors of the people in their lives, and it would, like, trigger me. So our whole relationship was based mm. on... We went through the same shit, mm. and we're just trying to figure it out. But the problem is I was actually trying to figure it out. They were not actually trying to figure it out. And they would manipulate me, and they mm -hmm. would gaslight me, mm -hmm. and my intuition kept telling me, like, you need, to go. you need to go. You need to go. You need to go. And luckily for both those people, I did just one day up and left. And, you know, I was just about to ask you that. I was just about to say because I, I went through the same thing. And I actually, the guys that I talk to now, I, mm -hmm. I, I told them I was like, I have a bad habit of finding i had a i had a boy mm -hmm. who uh, i had a man or whatever who he was rich mm -hmm. <laughs> he was rich he came from a very good family they were they're married like you know not a broken home right. and i thought that was for me i thought you know you don't, you don't come from what i come from so right so we gonna be happy no and we wasn't and i feel like it's not that i don't want a man that come from a happy home I want a man that can be understanding of me coming from a broken home. A man that can be that can understand like I may not do everything perfect, but I'm trying. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I completely shut that off. Right. Found somebody who was exactly how I was, like exactly how I was raised up, but just a little bit worse. Like they were just a little bit worse. It came to a point where it was like I was doing everything for him. Like, right. I like was his mom? cooking. Yeah. I was cleaning. I was washing. He was staying with me. I was taking mm. care of his animals. I was doing so much for this man. I hope that taught you something. Yeah, did, no, right? no, no. Because you can remember, you was the one getting on my booty about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and it was like, but if you think about it, for somebody who has trauma, as much trauma as I do, for me, that wasn't a problem. Right. That was, that was, oh, I'm a woman. This is what I'm supposed to do. Mm. Oh, I want to feel loved. This is what I'm supposed to do. It wasn't, 
okay, he has mommy issues, TK, and I know that you love him, right? But you need to leave him because he has to figure out his some shit. things on his own. Yeah, right. that 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 wasn't what it was for me because I have my own trauma. I didn't know. Like, right. I thought, okay, I'm helping you this way, but you're not even helping me a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, you you ain't even providing the money. Yeah. <laughs> we we can't even be on that 1982 <laughs> stuff. Well, I do the cooking, clean the housewife, right. and, and you, you bring in the money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We can't do that because you ain't got no money. No, I think that's perfect, though, because I meet a lot of men who are like, I want a traditional woman. Well, let me tell you, you have to be a traditional man, sweetie. Okay. And you know, men in the, the 1900s, they were traditional men for a reason. They brought in the money and then some. And when I say and then some, I mean they paid every bill of his and hers. They gave them money to go shopping. They gave the girls a room to go do whatever they wanted. Okay. And then the woman took care of the household and that was 50 50 back then now also bear in mind the women were like getting hit and getting abused and they couldn't have their own bank accounts but you know you get the point it's like you can't ask for a traditional woman to cook for you to clean for you you shouldn't ask that of anybody period you should just literally do your own thing and you'll attract someone and if they're not going to make your life better and Mm -hmm. it's not equal then get the fuck out yeah i'm i mean i'm knowing that now like it's a learning process i think a lot of that is you know you knowing your worth but i i feel like when a lot of people say that they don't really go in depth of in depth of how am I supposed to know my worth if I was raised in a toxic household? How am I supposed to know my worth if you know I grew up when it was time to grow up? I didn't grow up at 15 right. and then you know I was doing all this. No, I grew up when I was supposed to grow. I grew up when I got out the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of that is people just don't go into debt um, with that. And there was another question, you know, I wanted to ask. This was like a question I had probably like a few weeks ago okay. that a lot of my friends could not freaking answer. Okay. When you're about to date somebody, y'all supposed to be friends first. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happens if, because <laughs> you know how like a lot of people say like, oh, I can never have a friend that's of the opposite sex without them trying to have sex with me. Right. And you know what why is that a bad thing? Like, why is some of your most powerful, um, intimate, you know, trustworthy friendships, when that person wants to have sex with you or, like, be more than friends with you, why is that a bad thing if you're supposedly st- supposed to start off as friends? I think that's a good point. I think that's a fair question. I will say, though, that I see... I see it like two different ways. So like, I'm never looking for a relationship. A relationship finds me. Yeah. Like I yeah. normally meet someone. We are friends first, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I like have chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, the difference is, I, I can sort of tell when I meet someone like what place I kind of would prefer this person to have. Like, basically, do I have space for this person? Yeah. Because like my friend group right now is is pretty full. And I'm still open to finding a few, like, one or two new friends. But we're full. full. Yeah, Yeah. we're full. I have tons of amazing friends. And Mm -hmm. I'm already spending a lot of time trying to see all of them. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's good for me. So if Mm -hmm. I were to – and I'm in a relationship right now. But if I were single and I met someone, I would want to be friendly first. I think Mm -hmm. it is better if you're friends first. But I will say I've had friends that I've had for, like, 10 years – I would never sleep with them just because it's like 
basically i already gave you the role for my life and the role is friend yeah so now if you try to sleep with me i'm gonna say no because i decided you're a friend and that's it but if i meet someone new and i've only known them for a month then it could go anywhere you know what i mean that's what i'm that's what i'm saying like i i'm not even gonna snitch on nobody (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even gonna snitch on nobody (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say. And that's it. And that's it. Because I'm not even gonna I was gonna snitch. I did had to buy my tongue. Because you never know who be listening. But I do think it's better for friends first. And I only think that for one reason. I like to get people mad before I get too close to them. You're like, what the fuck does that mean? What? No, no, no. I don't mean it. Like, I'm not over here trying to say the most crazy shit so they get pissed off you just want to see their true colors yes so what i mean by make them mad i set a boundary so they're like oh i want to see you this week and if they if it kind of feels like they're they feel kind of entitled to it i just say no i'm i'm busy this week i'll see you another week and i'll let you know and if they struggle with me taking that one boundary Mm. they're not coming into my life like i said it's like it's like kind of like a test but i don't really like saying i'm testing people it's more like i have a busy life so a lot of the times if someone wants to hang out that week i actually have to say no because i actually am busy yeah you need you need months prior right like at least two weeks okay because it it was hard for me to get on her little calendar Listen, okay. I was traveling. Baby was across the world. So that's what I mean. So I just say, no, you know, I'm busy. And if they blow up my phone after that, if they don't respond to the message, if they say, oh, are you serious? Like, you can't see me this week. You mm-hmm. can't even squeeze it in. You're not coming into my life. That's what I mean by I want to be friends first. I want to see how you react mm-hmm. to me setting boundaries. And if it's good, we can move forward. If it's bad, I don't even want you to be my friend. Yeah, I'm 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 understanding. So in your little circle, how many friends you got? A lot? A little bit. A little bit. I'd say like uh, it's like I have like tears. Like I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of people on my like professional network. And I have I would honestly say I still have quite a bit of friends, but close friends about five. Do you have like like five girls that like purposely try to or have had in your life like women that try to purposely like exclude you from things because of your ethnicity your personality like certain traits yeah or anything like that yeah that actually just happened to me so i was in a program for like a year and a half and it was like 19 boys i think and like 18 girls or i should say women and men and like, you know when you can just read a room? Mm-hmm. Like, you walk in and you can read a room. And for the people that can't read a room, please learn yeah, how. Yeah, please. please. <laughs> it, would make, it would make all of our lives easier. Okay. But I, like, walked into this room of these people for the first time, and I just could tell immediately. Was you tripping or was you really could tell? I really could tell. Okay. okay. And the way I could tell, I, the way I could tell is that I noticed that all the women just immediately wanted the validation from the men. Mm-hmm. Like they were going after the guys that they thought were the tallest and the cutest and, uh. and they weren't even really caring about the other women in the room. Oh wow. And that's what made me immediately be like, hmm, I don't think I'm going to get along with these women very much. Did you get along with them or not? Nope. I got along with maybe out of like 18 of those women, I can seriously say that I really, really like enjoy and think they're good people. Three. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I, I had like a lot of problems with saying like for for any man that like I try to talk to is very intimidating for them because like when I say 
yeah, most of my friends are dudes. Mm -hmm. Most of my friends are guys. Like, I don't know if that comes from me having only sisters, not having any brothers at all, or if that comes from, you know, I just, I'm one of the bros. Like, I don't know what that comes from, but it's like, maybe I need some type of, you know, I just feel like, I, maybe I feel like, you know, I'm more of like, I'm very vocal when it yeah. comes to, you know, myself, my feelings, like, you know, other things in the world. I love speaking for people that cannot, you know, speak for themselves. So I feel like I always need some type of protection. Just mm -hmm. always. Because I be, I be running it. You like, should learn how to fight. <laughs> like, no, I don't, be needing to fight. I don't be needing to fight. But it just, it's just like... I also put myself, I also step in a lot of rooms. Like, right. I said, I open a lot of doors, make a lot of opportunities for myself. And those opportunities and those doors that I open, sometimes I'm matched up with a man, you know, and that man doesn't respect me. So now I got to call another man so y'all can speak y'all little manly language and then get me into that door. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I be feeling like. You to like use your. Use yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But also, I feel like most of the times, a lot of reasons why I don't have a lot of female friends is because they purposely try exclude to exclude me because I'm one of one. Like, right. literally, like, I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I know what I love. Mm -hmm. I, I know that I love myself. Like, I'm mm -hmm. very confident, and I come off as that, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's I think either, you hit it. Yeah, I give off the vibe, like, Either you mess with me or you don't. Either yeah. way, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But it's like... I think you hit the nail on the head, though, because I think a lot of women really are like that. Like, and listen, I have a podcast on my own about, you know, feminism and woman empowerment, so I don't need anyone to tell me, like, oh, you're being sexist. It's called life experience. Yeah. And I've been around enough women in the professional world and the personal world to see that a woman will come up to you to your face and act like your best friend, and she is plotting Girl. your downfall okay. with all of the other women. And I think you hit the nail on the head. You're saying, oh, they want to exclude me because I'm one of one. I know who I am. That's exactly why I did not get along with the women in my program. Yeah. Because you could tell that a lot of them were, and there's nothing wrong with this, but you could tell that they're still soul searching. They're still building their confidence. Exactly. I've done that. Sweetie, I already did that. <laughs> so I came into this program knowing who I am. Yeah. And I think a lot of girls don't like that because they want to be able to like brainwash you. Mm -hmm. They want you to dress like them, to mm -hmm. think like them, mm -hmm. to not like the thing, same things as them. And it's just like, listen, we can be friendly, but I'm not going to be your minion. Yeah. We can coexist, but if you expect me to behave yeah. just like you for you to like me, we're yeah. never going to get along. You know, and I think like that, that also comes with like, me think like with the whole you know sorority thing and like mm -hmm. universities yes my the only like i had a list i have a list of like things that i wanted to have before i graduated college it was ten thousand five hundred dollars in scholarships <laughs> right and i got that like literally i kid mm -hmm. you not that mm -hmm. is the exact amount of scholarships mm -hmm. i got That's ten thousand five hundred dollars it was studying abroad. Mm. I just did that. Just yep. came back in May. And it was joining the sorority. And mm. it's like, I don't even think that I will be able to join the sorority because there are girls who literally do not like me because they just don't like me. Yeah. Because I'm the girl that's around all the football players. Yeah. Not the girl that's around all the football players because all of them have touched me or anything like that. Because I'm one of the bros. Like Because right. they, if anybody disrespect me they going to say something. Right. Because, you know, when it comes to going to the parties, I'm pulling up with the dudes. Yeah. Even though I would love to pull up yeah. with the girls, you know what I'm saying? I got all my yeah. girls. 
it's like I think that's where people focus on gender too much. Like for me, if a girl is like, "Oh, I'm not like other girls," I think that's so fucking annoying because yeah. it's like you're trying to differentiate yeah. differentiate yourself when you should just be proud of being a woman. Period. Mm-hmm. Just be proud to to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Period. Don't say I'm not like other girls. That's fucking ugly. That's how I know you're insecure. <laughs> and the second thing is like, if if you're hanging out with dudes because you just so happen to get along with those dudes, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I would never look at a woman surrounded by men and be like. Wow, she must be begging for dick. I'm, I'm like, okay, they're friends. Yeah, the yeah, fuck? you know. And ne- moving on. For it's, and I think honestly, like for me, a lot of people say like I've had a lot of people, especially at bomb shows, you know, say like, oh, I bet you if you call one of your male friends right now and ask them, you want to do this, you want to do that, they gonna say yes. Why would you even feel comfortable yeah, enough to, to call do your friend and say, yeah. hey, can we? Now he gonna think I want him. Now yeah. we ain't gonna be friends no more. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's gonna be weird. That's like psychology. <laughs> no, it's like you're right though. <laughs> It's like gonna be weird. Like that's literally how it works. Like if someone, yeah. if, so, if I called someone or someone called me and they said, hey, can I, can I have $5? I might be like, sure. You know what I mean? Cause you called me and you asked me. Man. So if you call my phone and you say, hey, do you wanna sleep together? I mean, I'll at least consider it, because you called me and asked me. I'm not about to play with you, So, <laughs> So what did you think would happen? You called me and asked me. Oh, my gosh. Well, because I, I respect people who are straightforward. So it's like, if they're trying to trick you by saying, oh, your male friends might say yes, it's like, yeah, yeah because you fucking asked. Yeah. I think a lot of this is like, I think it's very good that, you know, we we definitely chopped it up about this type of this you know collab was very much needed because a lot of people a lot of you know females are going through exactly what it is that we think and you know they're very headstrong but they're surrounded by people who are not headstrong so they feel like they tripping but right baby girl you ain't tripping you're not you you not trip you just gotta surround yourself with the right people I think prettiest girls, like the prettiest, and I don't just mean like physically, like the nice, the funny, the sweet, the hardworking, and the prettiest girls have it the hardest. Yeah. We're the loneliest people. For sure. Because like men only want to use us, yeah. and they're scared to approach us, yeah. and then women already hate us because they're intimidated Girl, by us. Girl, okay. And then your parents have a hard time accepting that you're your you own growing person. and yeah. you're doing your own thing, exactly. okay? So who does that leave? Baby, God. Nobody. <laughs> God. It's just me and God. Shoot, we did go ahead to pray to God, okay? <laughs> but, man, it don't get no realer than this. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Girl Talk. Y'all know, once again, I'm your host, model, and content creator, Trinkel. Thank you so much, Elise. Thank you so much for having me. For being on here. And we're going to chop it up next time. Bye. And then the music on.